Welcome back to another episode of the Gracie Payne Show. I'm your host, Gracie Payne. On this episode, I received an audio clip of voicemails that the pro-life organization in Wisconsin that got Molotov cocktailed has received. I'll be giving my reaction to it and, and a few other thoughts. So without further ado, here are a few of the voicemails they have received since the firebombing this weekend. Hi, I'm calling because I read about the fire in your building, and I'm calling because I'm curious if it was arson, or rather the good Lord showing you an example of hell and where you belong for being such a misogynistic bitch. Thanks for uh, basically going out there daily and making sure that women can't have control over their own bodies, and I'm so thankful that the good Lord finally took action on people like you. You're going to burn as well. You're all going to burn. You f***ing think you're following the will of f***ing Jesus? You're following the f***ing devil, actually. You're just evil little f***ing people trying to control other people's lives. And next time that f***ing Moltov, I hope it f***ing doesn't f***ing miss. I hope you all burn with it. That's what you deserve. <laughs> Yeah, you must be a pretty perverted group if that's all you got to do all day long is think about people's sex organs. Leave your f***ing beliefs out of the government. You got no rights to be priding into other people's private family matters. Get the f*** out and keep your f***ing to yourself, you idiots. We're sick of you f***ing evangelical pieces of Go to hell. That's where you're going anyway. Yeah, just learn about you ignorant, simplistic waste of scum because of the fire. And whoever said that fire is a true American patriot. You people are just utter filth of the planet. And it's too bad your whore mothers didn't abort each and every last one of you. Hopefully you all get cancer, suffer immensely, and are dead before the end of the year. For the betterment of all of humanity, you self-absorbed waste of human scum and filth. Burn, little Jesus freaks. Burn, burn, burn. Yeah, hey, I just uh, heard about your fire, and I, I'm toasting to that. Like, you f***ing pieces of shit couldn't deserve any less. I really hope you all have to live with the evil that you've dispensed in the world. F*** you, you f***ing pieces of shit. Enjoy your marshmallows. So I hear you had a little bit of trouble. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh well, he'll rebuild. My first reaction to this was sadness, obviously, because I think it's really sad that our society has come this far and all have made all these advances, but they've also completely disregarded human life and its value. Believe that everyone has the right to live, even if you have a difference of opinion. It was funny because a pro choicer said this. They said, Would you still be okay with not aborting the baby, even if the baby was going to end up being pro choice? What kind of question is that? Of course, that person has the right to life, no matter what they believe or what they're going to believe. That doesn't matter. Someone said, Also, Oh, if a person is gay, if that person's going to be gay, then should they have been aborted? No. 
No one should be aborted. That's the message we're trying to get across. No one, we all deserve the right to life. That's, that's pretty self-explanatory. It's not a, oh, we believe if you have the right to life, unless you're gay, immigrant, disabled, poor, which I've seen those signs before. They're annoying. No one believes that. And if they do, there's very few people who do. When I say no one, sorry, very few people believe that. Because people, we all have subconsciously an understanding that human life has value. And we value, sometimes, some of us value our cat's life more than another person's life. It's understandable. But even with that, we still understand that the human life has value. As there's more penalties if you kill a human versus if you kill a dog. There's less penalties if you kill a dog than there is killing a human. Because as a society, we understand that humans are above animals in that aspect of having value. Because there's no other species like us, we just understand that there's value. Most of us, anyway. Another thought that I had was the, the a lot of the audio recordings, I when I first heard that, I thought it was going to be all women just saying that. But there's a lot more men who sent these voicemails. And I kind of fit into two categories of pro-choice men. Pro-choice men are creepy, but in different ways. Type A pro-choice men, you have the ones who are creepy who are trying to get laid, and they think that if they say that they're a champion of women's rights, then the woman will want to sleep with them. That's how their brain works. That That's, that's how it happens. And I've seen this, personally experienced this, with different scenarios. It's just really funny to me. And then you have the type B. And those are the pro-choice men who are fathers, who are grandpas. Who seem like they're the nice elderly man who lives next door, who gives you king-size bar candy, candies for Halloween. The one who goes to your sports games and helps around town. That's, I'm not saying all pro-choice men are like this, but it's creepy because you feel that they don't respect human life in this way, but they have these grandchildren. They have all this, it's just a creepy feeling. It's a very eerie feeling. And you could you could clearly see in this audio with your you can't even see the person, but you can hear their voice and you can kind of tell with the men which one they fall into. A couple of the guys they seem like they fall into A, a couple of them seem like they fall into B category. Women are different with pro-choice women. That's another conversation for another day. But this is really interesting to me to think about this is what we're up against this is the morality that these people have it's it's very interesting to me to see how people are saying that they wish death upon us or they wish hellfire upon us simply for believing that 
life has value. Another thing that they was a common theme was wanting to control women's bodies. I've talked many times about debunking that, but I just want to give another point in, which I've probably said before. What is more controlling? Controlling whether someone lives or dies or saying that they have to accept responsibility for their actions. Abortion is not accepting responsibility for getting pregnant. In the case of consensual sex, I know someone is going to come at me for that. So they say, oh, what about rape? Okay, we all know the statistic. Quit bringing it up. Quit bringing up the trauma of other women so that you can sleep around with people. Okay? That's unacceptable. Stop using others' trauma for your own personal gain. It's not good. Anyway, back to my point. Abortion is not accepting responsibility. It's ditching responsibility. That's what it is. And some people are saying, oh, well, women... Okay, I believe men should have responsibility too. Both genders need to step up. I've talked about this before. They need to step up. I'm not going to blame abortion on men. I'm not going to blame it on women. Both equally have a responsibility for a couple things. They can either not have sex, practice safe sex, choose parenthood, or choose adoption. Abortion is not the option for that. That's not how you accept responsibility. Accepting responsibility is stepping up for the child that you both created, the one that you both came together as man and woman and made. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me how people don't seem to realize that. And for women, I'm not going to tell you to go have sex or to not have sex. That's your own personal choice. I believe having waiting until marriage is the best bet based on all these things that I've seen. And not being sexually active until you're married. There's a lot of benefits that come with that. And you don't have to have a lot of risks. You don't have to think, oh crap, what if I'm pregnant by someone who, who's a terrible father or who's a terrible person? It, it just takes you takes away from a lot of situations. It takes you out of a lot of situations that you could put yourselves in. But women, if you were going to have sex, men too, I guess, if you are not ready to raise a child with your partner or with the person you are about to have sexual intercourse with, is it a good idea to have sexual intercourse? Is it a good idea to put gamble? Because that's all it is. Sex is a gamble because of the different consequences. You know it's going to feel good. You know it. All stuff. Your brain, that's how your brain works. Because humans want to procreate. We have lust and all this stuff. All these other chemicals in our brain, dopamine, that give you an incentive to have sex. But you gamble whether or not you're going to become pregnant. You gamble whether or not you're going to get an STD. You gamble. That's all it is. So when you make that gamble, you accept the consequences that come with it. And someone explained this really good. It's like, if you go to a casino, 
You can't withdraw your bet just because you saw the outcome and experienced that. That's not how that works. But yeah, this, these voicemails are chilling. And it's really sad. I'm really sad for these people. I'm sad for the grandparents who are saying this about another person. Who are, who are okay with children being hurt, being killed. I feel, I feel pity for these people. And they don't ask for it. They don't care. But they're getting my pity anyway. Because I pity these people. Deeply. Because I can't even imagine that thought process. And I used to be pro-choice. I used to think, oh yeah, women have the right to choose whatever they want to do with their own bodies. That makes sense to me. Who wouldn't want that? But then I looked into what abortion is. I watched depictions of abortions. And it changed my mind. I personally think each one of these people who have a video recording, I think they need to go look into abortion. And for the religious people, look into the Bible. Look into your religious texts. Look into it. Because, one, God isn't a fan of taking human, innocent human life. Is not a fan. And there have been instances in the Bible where taking life is required or is what was ordered. And I'm not going to get into the whole religious debate with that because we, I hate de- debating religion. Because we all have so many different beliefs. There's very few things that are set in stone true. And it's just hard. It's just hard to debate it. I prefer to debate for example, with abortion, because life begins at conception. We all have human life of value. Abortion is not a constitutional right. It's not written in the Constitution. And Roe v. Wade will be overturned this summer because I believe it will. And according to a leak from the Washington Post, all five judges who voted for it, they're holding the line. All conservative judges they're holding the line. They're not going to change their vote as of right now. They better get used to it. Also, what is interesting, speaking of the justices, it is illegal to to stand to protest outside judges houses according to 18 US code section 1507. Whoever with the intent of influencing any judge in the discharge of his duty, pickets, or parades, or near a building or residence occupied or used by such a judge, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned. So we know it is illegal. Yet no one's being prosecuted for it. I wonder why. Probably because, well... Honestly, if they get prosecuted, we're going to see the same thing that we did, that we saw with the BLM riots. They're just going to get bailed out by Democrats. That's all that's going to happen. So, my message again. Hold the line. Continue to stand for life. Continue 
to be a champion for human rights. Not abortion. Abortion is not a human right. Never will be. Sorry, never has been, never will be. The right to life is. 